This is an audio sampler of the more than two and a half hours of audio recordings that are features on the Printing Mastery Workshop on DVD. This sampler does not follow the logical organization of the 28 steps that I have on the DVD. It actually covers only 10 of the different segments. As you listen to this sampler, keep in mind that this is, although it does last about 7 minutes, a quite superficial view of the DVD. I tried to find some sections that are interesting, even have brief segments, but I could not quite do it justice. The only way to do it justice is to listen to the whole DVD. The DVD is logically organized according to a list of 28 steps, with one section devoted to each step. Each section is documented through audio files, through movies, through PDF files, and through what I call quick steps that are short, to the point, step-by-step -step notes that ha I have created for you so you don't have to do it. Each section includes a number of subsections, so you have 28 steps, 28 main sections, and each of them has either one, two, up to 20 sometimes subsections. So there is several hundred files on the DVD total. And what I've tried to do through this audio sampler and through the movie sampler as well is give you an overall idea, a sort of jest, so to speak, of what the DVD is. So here's the sampler, and I have a brief announcement before each section giving you the title of that section. Enjoy. Introduction. So in that sense, you can look at this DVD as being a way to learn how to enjoy what you do more. And I would say much more, because if you do Everything that I explain in this DVD, if you study the material, if you watch the movies, read VSS, print the quick step, and follow and study and practice, you're not just going to improve a little bit. You're going to improve an enormous amount. Listening to the image. When we look back at the two examples that I gave before, Playa Reflections and Zabriskie Point in Death Valley, with both of these images, I was aware of the direction that the image wanted to go. It would have been a disaster to try to push player reflections towards warmer tones, and it would have been a mistake to try to push the receipt point towards cooler tones. One wanted to go towards blues, the other wanted to go towards reds and yellows. One, player reflections, asked for a very soft treatment and actually minimized the highlights and minimized the shadows to bring the tones closer together. The others, a risky point, accepted a slightly higher level of contrast, and so I pushed it in that direction. Color theory. A spatial reproduction of color. I call it color in space. This is on an XY axis, and this is exactly how profiles, for example, when we look at them in a profile visualization software, and we'll see that in a few minutes, are described. They usually have this sort of conical shape, and each area of this shape represents a particular color. So the top of the cone is green, along the top right side we have yellow, at the bottom we have magenta and red, and at the bottom left we have blue, and then all, all the way to the left we have cyan. And if we look at the next page, we now have this representation in color. And then on this representation, I have drawn three triangles, 
The first one is the orange triangle that represents a white RGB gamut. For example, if we use a color space such as Prophoto RGB, which is a very wide color space. The yellow triangle is what we call a standard RGB gamut, which would be more like Adobe RGB, a slightly smaller color space. And then finally, the third triangle, which is in blue, describes the CMYK gamut, which is the gamut that printing pressers use. And of course, we now have to see how these projections and these gamuts compare to the gamuts of our cameras, our printers, our scanners, our monitors. And that's what we are going to see in the next section of this DVD, when we study how to profile our system. Color Management Third color space, the one that's in a wireframe mode is Chrome 100 plus 50 saturation, so a greatly saturated color space. And as we can see, this color space is the largest of all because it has to reach all the way to the outer edges of the color space in order to encompass those extremely saturated colors. Again, if we go back to the Munsell color system, this is exactly what Munsell described. Monitor calibration. I gave it my own name, and then in the display preferences for my monitor, I selected this profile. It's very important that you follow this step because this profile may not be selected by default after the calibration is completed. So it's very important that you go into your monitor software and select the new profile to make sure that it's being used from now on by your monitor. Scanning. There are two different models. The first model is powered by a can of compressed air, while the second model, that is shown on page 2 of the PDF, uses a compressor as the source of compressed air. I use the second option because I have a compressor in my studio and therefore it saves me a lot of time and money buying compressed air cans. My favorite raw converters perspective. I'm looking at the kind of vision that I have for each image, while the camera is just looking at basically the data and following the automatic settings that were set for that camera and for that particular program mode. So I might decide to keep what the camera did, or I might decide to make some significant changes, or I might decide to make some small changes. Again, what's important to keep in mind here is that we are doing landscape photography. At least that's what I'm doing. You may be doing something different. You may be doing product photography, you may be doing portraits. In that case, if you do portrait products, things that are shot in the studio, or things where there is an obvious point of reference, what I recommend is that you include a gray card, or even better, a Y-ball, which is sold by Michael Tapes, yball.com, because the Y-ball is a little device that gives you a white surface, a neutral gray surface and a black surface, all three of them with a very careful calibration and point of reference. Final image cleanup. You can also flatten the image also to reduce size because if you optimize the image and you're satisfied with what you have and you saved a layered version earlier on, you don't need to save the layers twice. So you can flatten the image and save a little bit more size. Print evaluation. So the last thing that I want to talk about in regard to analyzing your photograph, looking at your photograph, trying to figure out the quality of the print and so on, is the print analysis checklist. And this is an extensive list. I have exactly 18 items on it, and I'm not going to go through all of them in detail, but I want to talk about the concept behind this print analysis checklist. 
what I have done here is sort of list all the different variables that sort of come into play when we are trying to define whether we have a fine out print or not. And as you can see, there is quite a few variables, and you might say there is too many of them. The fact is that not all these variables come into play for every print. Some of them come into play for some prints, others don't, depending on the print that you're looking at. But the fact is that there remains that some of these things are staples that have to be addressed with every print. Conclusion We have now reached the end of this DVD, and it is my hope that this journey through digital enhancement, this exploration of the different steps involved in converting, scanning, optimizing, printing, matting, and displaying your work has been an enjoyable one. At this time, what is left for you to do is practice all the steps that are in this DVD. Eventually, the only way to learn is to do this over and over again until you master it. I talk about mastery at different times during this DVD and also in the quick steps and the PDF files that are on the disk. Mastery is acquired through practice and repetition. You learn to master something because you do it over and over again until it becomes second nature.